0: Are you recording this? Yes.
1: What? <laughs> don't be looking at my notes, not. you little cheater.
0: I, you know, I'm blind. I, I saw my, you looking. But I don't have. My, you always see me looking. Quit
1: looking at my notes, cheater, cheater. I got two. Uh, no,
0: I'm really looking.
1: Oh, you got the marote there. I do. Hold on. Pass me that marote.
0: Marote, our son's uh, word for the remote, even though he can say remote and knows it's remote. He thinks Marote is hilarious because we uh, speak his language when he was a little boy. Little, 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 little boy. He's five now, so.
1: So you've been waiting all day for the good news.
0: Yeah, you're probably going to give it to me right at the end.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should make you wait to the end.
0: Hmm. No, I haven't been waiting all day. I've been waiting since a couple nights ago when you came home and you were, like, in bed. You're like, oh, babe, I have some amazing news. And I was like, <laughs> I was like ready for it, like a puppy, like at your feet wagging my tail, and then you're like, "Oh, I'll tell you on the podcast, So I'm like,
1: "Well, so every sa- night save like, it for the podcast. Like, so
0: what night are we gonna have the podcast? Like, let's let's get it on." Here.
1: Admittedly, we're a day behind.
0: Yes, we are a day behind, but we it's been it's been it's been a busy, busy week. around here.
1: I mean, I've been working around the clock. At least it feels like it. No, literally, a, you've been working around the clock on a trailer for Action Figure Adventure, which you've seen,
0: which is. Which is blowing my mind. And now I'm just seeing a few other little surprises and Easter eggs and little treats. And, oh, jeez.
1: What, what, what Easter eggs what are you talking about? I
0: don't know what I'm allowed to reveal and what I'm not allowed to reveal.
1: Stuff we shot today? Is that what you're talking about?
0: I mean, if it's on Facebook, I can talk about it.
1: Yeah, the, we were shooting figures today. Oh, my and God. diorama-ramas.
0: It is cool. It is so cool. Those shots look amazing.
1: <laughs> I gotta tell you, it was, it was kind of fun. It felt like playing again.
0: I kind of want to get into
1: it, but I'm afraid if I go down that path, that that's a big path,
0: paved with money and poverty. Yeah,
1: but I mean, I had I had, I was having a lot of fun setting up all the different scenes, putting all the different decor places, and setting up the shots and the lights and figuring out the camera angles.
0: Yeah, I mean you know.
1: And then I was like, oh, this
0: this was a lot of fun.
1: I actually enjoyed this because it wasn't rushed or wasn't like the other stuff that i had been doing. Like I could just take my time. Well, and it's know? something
0: that you're doing. Just you're not relying on anyone for answers, or you're not having to ask anyone questions, or you're just kind of-
1: Yeah, and it was a bit of a test shoot.
0: Sure, I get it. You know,
1: so we I didn't know too much to go into it. I've already figured out a few a few loops, a few hacks,
0: if you will, to, for you next do. time. No, oh, you're good at that And side. then,
1: like, so I was feeling pretty good about it, and then I sent you some of the behind-the-scenes stills.
0: Oh my God, and they were, like, amazing. And then, of course, I show our son.
1: Yeah, and that's what got me. Oh
0: my gosh, and he's just like, oh, mommy, daddy made those? Oh my gosh, those setups are so cool! And setups he calls them setups because Rob and Harrison have a story behind setups. The Harrison, our son, he loves art, everything about visual art, arts and crafts, paper crafts, drawing. Do
1: you want to just get the baby monitor and bring it over here? Because I'm afraid that you're going to talk and your voice is going to go away from the microphone. Mm. So do you want to just go get the get the monitor, please? Mm. We're, watch- we're watching our daughter sleep again. It's the Will We Wake the Baby podcast
0: while you were sleeping.
1: While you were sleeping. Here we are. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we did, I did some action figure photography. I mean, it wasn't really photography, because it it you know, it's film, we were filming it. Yeah, film, Motion video. Uh, it was fun. So yeah, that's coming along. You're gonna jam that in the trailer. And I'm glad I, I took the time to do this stuff, because I could have shipped it without it, but I think, it, mm, I think, I think it's it adds, really high-end.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, the trailer is already so, so good. And I'm so impressed by it, it's so exciting. To me.
1: That first cut didn't really excite you.
0: No, I, I did not. <laughs> I did not find it exciting at all. I found it a little dry nothing really like reached out and grabbed me. And well the
1: first cut was based on the trailer for box art. Yes. I was trying to come up with a structure for all the different parts and pieces. And I literally took the same structure of box art and tried to put this in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, the title cards were the same. The title cards, You you told me before, yeah. Yeah. It was the same kind of pacing and- It didn't work. No, but- And
1: I had this feeling in the back of my head when I started that approach, I'm like, this is not gonna work. This is not gonna feel that. You can't just-
0: And you kind of said that to me too. You can't
1: just drop things in like a template. No. And hope that it works out and and, and it's just a different beast.
0: There are lots of things you can do that with, but.
1: And the second I I found a new piece of music to work with, I started pulling different kinds of shots because I heard the music and it was making me think different things. Are we already getting motion on the monitor?
0: She's smacking the air, so we'll see.
1: So yeah, do you want the good news now or do you want it later?
0: Well, oh, she's going back to sleep. Give me that good news.
1: We have an official sponsor. You do? We do who retro rags limited
0: shut up really yeah my god and this, they just came up with those rad rancid shirts and i've got my skeletor armor baseball shirt and it's so cool
1: oh she's up go ahead we're gonna pause it right here and we're back
0: yep she's asleep again
1: <laughs> as i was saying we now have an official sponsor retro rags limited
0: as i was saying that's Awesome! Yeah,
1: they've got uh, a ton of great pop culture merch, some mashups, some straight up homages, some, some custom. I say they do custom, designs. don't they? I love their their uh, Mark Taylor collection that they got, which is shirts based on Mark, who is one of the creators of He Man, his original design sketches that predate what the actual figures turn into. So. Those are really cool to see. That's cool. Uh, they also do custom hoodies, and that's really how Retro Rags got started because nobody really does custom hoodies.
0: True, it's really um, true.
1: They also have vintage patches that can be applied to any garment. So like if you're a huge like He-Man or 80s fan, they've got some amazing like legit vintage patches.
0: Well, then the craftsmanship is good. I'm really so thinking about
1: good. doing some patches with them for oh. action figure adventure. Like how cool yes. would that be? So you can have whatever shirt you want to wear instead of having to wear one of our shirts and us having to worry about sizes and stuff. Sure. And then you can just have one of the patches. They also do hats and beanies, which oh we call toques. Toques, yes. How cool would an action figure adventure toque be?
0: That would be amazing.
1: Yeah, I kind of lost it when I realized that these guys do custom toques. Uh, hey, and now... And polos you, and zip ups and pullovers.
0: And now you have another holiday gift idea, because that is... Talk about like for the person who likes pop culture and toys and you know, things like that in your life, these things are good quality and trust me, you're buying them for male people and wives are washing them i'm not trying to be you know sexist here ladies i love doing laundry <laughs> <laughs> but they're they, they wash up amazing the quality is yeah. so good and they feel the cotton's beautiful feels soft on and they're comfy
1: you know you get some shirts that have like a pattern on it and it feels like it's like a layer of plastic
0: and they smell really bad. It's like
1: a garbage bag kind of oh. like layer. These are not those shirts at all. And you know what? The thing that you were most impressed with, mm-hmm. When they arrived,
0: oh my God! Yes, there was a
1: little flyer inside that had washing instructions. First of all, things were turned inside out when they were shipped so that nothing would happen to them.
0: To the logos, yeah. To the
1: logos, so they wouldn't get rubbed or anything in the mail, which I thought was really it's so responsible. Yeah, so
0: responsible. It's just such a good way to run a business. I,
1: I've been looking at their stuff a lot now. The problem is there's only so much closet space, and there's so many days a week. But I I really like the custom stuff that you can do with them for like you know trade shows or I go to cons or, or filming here, so I can get the crew shirts, Fraction Figure Adventure, everything else that we're doing. That's fun. I think it's really fun, and it kind of makes you feel like part of a unit, right? Like Absolutely. Like your, your crew is you're going like a, out you're there. Your team, man. Yeah, so I like that. I think that's really cool. Uh, first up on our topics were some thoughts on uh, the new James Bond trailer that came out. Hmm. Have you seen this? I have not. No time to die.
0: Now, is it... Uh...
1: We can put it who on. Who's going to be
0: Bond in this one?
1: It's Daniel Craig. Oh, it is Daniel Craig. Okay, yeah. I was like,
0: is it going to still be Daniel Craig or I didn't know if he was getting to the end of- This his is his last one. Is it? Yeah. And then are they rumoring someone new for a new Bond or have they started well, talking those about- Well, those that? rumors will start Well, oh, there's some always point rumors. soon.
1: Rumors. So do you want to watch the trailer? I do. For this? Okay, I we'll do. pause it and then we'll be back. We'll be back. Finish watching the trailer for No Time to Die. Carrie uh, Fukunaga, who you might remember from- true detective season one.
0: Oh my god such a good series in that season nothing has been able to touch it
1: it's been pretty good it was great um what do you think of this first it's... of all before we get to your thoughts on this where do you stand with everything bond related well i
0: like bond films I you do i do but hold listen to me well, here we go there are just certain bonds that i like more than others like there's some bond films i'd i'd rather okay watch let's do others.
1: it let's 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 debate the bonds battle of the bonds i had a famous podcast many years ago called the great debate and i took on our fellow friend jordan morris in the oh. battle of the bonds three different rounds with oh bonds God. competing with one another
0: and you chose
1: well i let jordan pick all the ones and i just took the opposite oh that that was the catch with that show. I got to I got I I will argue either side. It doesn't matter to me.
0: You just love to argue.
1: No, I just I can win.
0: Like a lawyer. Like that, that I mean not to argue like <laughs> in a fighting mean malicious way. You just you're really good at
1: making compelling cases.
0: <laughs> Tell me about it. Oh my god.
1: That's how you ended up with me? Is that no, what you're saying?
0: No, no I'm just saying you th- if i had to pay you for your legal services
1: i'd be rich
0: yeah and i would be
1: a bare naked lady
0: (laughs) (laughs) if i had a million dollars but i don't but if i did i'd give it to you i'd have
1: mac and cheese if i had a million dollars right
0: now did be keto oh my god no yeah cauliflower mac and cheese Yeah. oh my god why is everything in my life turning into freaking cauliflower
1: anyways back to bond which bonds do you like then
0: I am a sucker for Roger Moore Bond
1: okay he's, he's my favorite he's bond favorite
0: well. and I just I think just the caliber of those films it's not that I haven't seen like a lot of mm. the new ones they're just they're, they're amazing but I mean the new ones are with Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig and they've got more like effects obviously because they're newer and as they as they progress I mean technology for us and the movies and special effects that only gets better like this new one looks yeah
1: like, but we're, we're, when it comes to bond, it doesn't matter but really the technology because the plot, the yes, story itself, the story. and then who Bond is are, are the things that matter most. Yeah,
0: we got to see how it's executed. And yeah. I just think Roger Moore does it to the character that James Bond is supposed to be, in, in my mind. I think Roger Moore is that, like, he was born to Bond. Like...
1: I'm a big fan of Roger Moore. He's probably my number one. I think his films are a little silly and campy. They're, they're kind fun. of they're like Batman '66 kind of gadgety driven, like hokey. Like how the Beatles used to do films a
0: little bit. There's a little there's, silly.
1: there's fun in that though. But like if you want like a hardcore spy movie, oh, I think you got to look at like the Daniel Craig stuff, absolutely, or even some of like the the early Connery stuff because it's really Cold War era. stuff you know, spy thriller, which I think is, is great. Yeah, that's an attraction. Um, for, for me, sure. it's more probably Brosnan than Craig. Yeah. I, I really like Goldeneye. Um, I know it's probably Craig than Brosnan because I'm looking, at, thinking back on Die Another Day and that's really cheesy. Tomorrow oh. Never Dies, well, the theme song is my favorite Bond theme. It
0: is. Cheryl Crow. That's right. So and do you know good. what
1: my second favorite Bond theme is? Oh, my gosh.
0: Is it Goldfinger? Nope. no. Nope. Nope. What is it?
1: You Know My Name by Chris Cornell. I was going to say Chris Cornell from, does it. From Casino Royale. Jesus, yeah. You
0: Know My Name. That's like a really good tune. They've had some really good versions of Bond songs. They have some really cool artists do them.
1: Yeah. Duran Duran. You yeah. You Do a Kill.
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't love the one that Adele did. I think she's got a tremendous voice. Yeah, but it it just, it didn't do it for me at all. She got a great voice, but- Paul McCartney. Oh my God, live and let die. I love it.
1: I I didn't know that was a Bond theme forever. I knew it, of course- Neither did I. Of course I knew it as a Guns N' Roses song first.
0: Did you? Well, of course you did.
1: And then I learned it was a (laughs) Bond song and I didn't know why it wasn't Guns N' Roses singing it on the Bond movie.
0: Oh, I don't know why. And then I heard it was
1: some (laughs) band named Wings. And then I discovered that Paul McCartney was in the Beatles, who started Wings. Yep, yeah, with his wife. So like I couldn't have learned it in a more reverse order. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, if you if you were to jot down on paper the, the logic there and the iterations, good old, I got it completely backwards. Oh yeah, good old Guns. It's not Roses. like Guns and Roses. Paul McCartney. Okay, Wings. Okay, Bond.
0: Not at all. No. You you did it backwards. But I, did. I mean, now you know. The the more and knowing
1: you, is half the battle. The more you know. The more you know. So, okay. You like Roger Moore. Mm. Do you like the Daniel Craig movies? I do. I
0: think they're great. Like the... Just like the shooting scenes themselves. Like that having that car just always kills me. So at I'll the end, me-
1: end of the trailer when it's like he's spinning out he's and basically spinning, and he's drifting.
0: Like, like throwing like donuts with like... Of his... that's a cool
1: gag i haven't seen that oh i don't
0: my, think that's before. neat and like with the the guns come out or gatling guns or whatever the heck's yeah. built into the car there's like
1: and see that seems like a very sean connery kind of car to device yeah
0: it does because it's really like kitschy and it's cool i thought that was a neat scene and i just i don't know who the new bond girl is because is it the blonde
1: or was uh, that girl the, it
0: looked like there was a girl with dark hair. She looked real pretty. And for a second, I was like, is that Katy Perry?
1: No, she's, no. Katy
0: Perry is not the new Bond Well,
1: player. I mean, Madonna was in a Bond movie, right? So was, She was? Yeah, she was in Die Another Day. She was the fencing instructor for Bond.
0: Oh, I missed that. Right? Yeah. Oh, we we can
1: watch it. I have all the Bond movies. I know. I love Bond. I know. I'm a huge fan of Bond. Um, there is a great documentary on it. And the name is escaping me right now. But it was—it's uh, like basically the entire history of Bond and, and how the rights came, and it goes over yeah. the whole uh, Thunderball debacle and and all that stuff. It's it's really good. I want to say it's not ah it's, I'm, I'm forgetting it, but check it out there. Look for Bond documentaries, you'll see it. And there's also one on on the Bond women, the Bond girls documentary on that and the evolution of that uh, trope as well, which I think is cool. What do you think about this trailer though? Does does it do it for you? as a bond trailer and what you expect to see or versus a bond trailer and then of course just as a trailer itself
0: i think it's a trailer itself but i wouldn't just say this is not because i could i could watch that and it didn't have to be james bond like okay so that this, this is a
1: strike that i would say that's a con
0: well con to bond movies but
1: like when you watch that is there everything you hope to see in a bond film or is it just more of just an action film with a character that's james bond
0: that's yeah it's more of an action film with a character this james bond it just didn't really it didn't sell it on the character for me when he's just like i'm james bond at the counter he just sounded so underwhelmed
1: well because he's back and he's a bit of a dinosaur so it's funny that in the five years that craig has played bond it went from introducing him before he was a double agent yeah double agent to now like being retired out of service and then and then coming, coming back, back. Cause so he like gave up his whole you know. And, thing. Well, I mean, it's been fifteen years, I guess, for his run of films. Damn, you know, I think it was two thousand six when Casino Royale came out. I believe everybody
0: was getting ready for the blonde Bond.
1: Yeah, and that was a major knock, and now nobody wants him to leave. So
0: no, people like him,
1: no, of course. But you know, infamously, nobody thought Heath Ledger would make a good Joker. Yeah, I mean, or Joaquin Phoenix. They were wrong. Yeah, wrong, wrong, wrong. For me, I think there's some really good points in there. What I like about this film is it's tying back to the other films that Craig has been in, which is a bit of a serialization, which you don't see in Bond films. Usually they're very standalone. stand-alone yeah. There's a couple Roger Moore ones that, that connect to one another, but by and large, they're standalone. So I think that's some really smart writing that they're doing there to really make the other films a little more relevant and obviously cap this off with uh, Daniel Craig. But how it goes forward, I think, is going to be the big question. Yeah, who knows? We saw... Um, you know, the other double agent that's in there and, and she's 007 and he, she's and she bringing him. double she looks 00 badass. Yeah. She's oh my
0: God. She looks like, she, oh like my God. Like
1: Grace Jones like gonna kick some that's ass. That's exactly goodness. what you're yeah. like. all I thought it was Grace Jones. I was like, is this like, you know, 2020 Mayday? She's like-
0: gonna bulb a can of whoop ass on everybody it's it's
1: pretty cool and i hope that her performance comes across and gets people excited
0: oh yeah me too it's it's nice to have like a cool female lead in it too and without
1: it feeling like a a necessary thing to have a strategically
0: placed woman in we needed to put a woman in this just to fill a quota she's no this is this is not even a gender thing this is just some badass character double O badass
1: yeah so that's that's cool that she's in She's in this.
0: Very cool. I'm 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 excited to see how that chemistry kinda of plays out. So
1: for me, the story points that are that are in the film about, you know, the secret that he doesn't know and this other villain and then seeing Blowfield in prison again.
0: And, and then seeing that mask and all oh. Yeah, so there's
1: some good imagery and they're casting the net wide with mystery it, it doesn't do it enough for me. Bond films are always under wraps until you see them because of course it's a two and a half hour It's an event, experience yeah. You know so it's really hard to to pin it down in a trailer and that's again part of the franchise tropes. You, they don't give too much away so it's not going to be like you know whatever the dude's name is trying to blow up the world by doing this thing. They never give that stuff no, away. No they don't
0: give out the nitty gritty. So
1: it seems to be a really good character driven film versus plot so I think that's a really smart step at least. Very. But it does seem just like another big action film. Some really crazy stunts, like that motorcycle going up that steep that steep uh, staircase, and then on to the other the, the plaza there. That was I mean, cool.
0: Off the side of that bridge, yeah, just which reminded
1: me of Goldeneye at the beginning, with when Bond mm. goes off the dam. Remember that scene? Yeah. yeah. So some maybe callbacks, which I, which I think are nice.
0: Well, I always, I the only I think about Bond because my like great uncle would always tell me a story. I mean, for the handful of times that I saw him, I didn't grow up with him much. He lived in uh, the Carolinas, but he'd always he owned a swim schools there, diving schools. And there is a Bond film, and I can't remember what it is because the name escapes me. Beginning opening scene, there's someone like doing a high dive off a board in in the back, and that was my uncle John. Huh. According to him. Now, he's also been, like, extradited from the States. <laughs> he's, like, living in Spain alone, hiding. But, High uh, dive
1: off the board, the opening scene of a Bond film. Yeah,
0: what film
1: is it? I don't know. The uh, the mission is on. If you know the, the answer to that question...
0: Well, he says opening scene, but I don't know.
1: Well, if you know the answer to that question, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter, at Rob and uh, maybe we'll send you something special if yeah. we can verify that and you can tell us who you are just because uh, i'm kind of curious so i don't know what it is maybe it's a surprise maybe it's uh you know a box full of nothing but
0: maybe it's a box
1: full of something
0: it's a box full of my uncle and bob's your uncle and john's my uncle
1: our daughter is tossing and turning like peter chris right now oh my god turning so and much. turn
0: Turning and tossing
1: tossing and turning internal... that's not a Peter Chris song I realized by the way after the fact yeah he didn't write that yeah I noticed that ain't no Peter <laughs> Chris. who was also in a band called Kiss did you know that
0: <laughs> Beth I hear you calling I love the Peter Chris stuff I totally used to oh. get made fun of for that I... Beth is a great next you're gonna song. tell me you
1: like Ringo Best
0: no I don't like Ringo Best I'm a George Harrison fan through and through of course you are
1: too cool to like John. No. Too not sensitive enough to like Paul.
0: No, no, I always loved John and Paul because they were the cute ones. But George was like the, the in-
1: badass, the no, bad boy, the not bunch. at
0: all. He was the quiet one. He was very introspective. He was very into meditation and Eastern sort of philosophies and that kind of stuff. And I just found him to be quiet and he had a like a quiet, calm sense about him.
1: The other trailer question we got is what we think of the new Ghostbusters trailer.
0: Is it ladies again?
1: No, this is...
0: Or they bring back the original cast.
1: Yeah, uh, the original cast is confirmed. Boom. It's... The title's been revealed. Do you even know the title? No. Ghostbusters Afterlife.
0: Awesome. I'm excited for Bill Murray. Yeah, he's back.
1: And so is Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson and Sigourney Weaver, isn't it, I believe? Annie Potts
0: is back, too.
1: I believe so, yeah. As
0: Janine. I think she is coming back as Janine. I think I saw that Um, somewhere on Facebook come up.
1: It's not out yet. The trailer was supposed to drop this week. No, the time of recording. It's like Thursday night at nine o'clock right now. So, so you asked me it, if
0: I've seen it yet. Of course I have not.
1: No, did you know the title it was oh, what the, I said. Oh, did oh, I, oh. Have you heard the title? So it could come out tomorrow. It could come up by the time that people hear it. But because we can't watch the trailer, what does a Ghostbusters trailer need to have to get you excited? It comes out July next year, 2020. What does this trailer need to have to get you excited?
0: Slimer. It has to have Slimer. Oh my God. He has to Really? Stay puffed. Like, I want to see some classic characters. Even if it's like a... Even if it is... Because it's afterlife. Even if it's like a quick like flashback scene. I want to see some Do you want to see a
1: flashback to get you excited? In the... Why don't you just watch the the first no, movie? No, like
0: the Ghostbusters reflecting on, you know, and then... Oh, that sounds like a great trailer. They're like
1: in therapy do talking do 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 about do 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 do. stuff.
0: They're not in therapy. Like, Dan Aykward's drinking his wine. Bill Murray's... Skull, Skull Vodka? Totally. He, Skull he vodka. also has wine. Does he? Yeah, it has like oh. an old school mic on it. I bought it a long time ago because that's when I drank.
1: Hmm.
0: It must have been a long time ago. So I- you
1: just basically want to see highlights okay. from the first no, movie. I Slimer, Skatepuff, Terror Dogs...
0: EPA. Walter I'm going to feed you to Zool. There is no Tanya. <laughs> Only Zool right now. No, but I think to add some nostalgia for the fans, but also to bring on the new fans.
1: What if this <coughs> trailer doesn't really show the OG cast? What if it focuses on the new group because it is a passing of the torch film?
0: I can't. So you just
1: you want nothing but lip service in this you know trailer. What? Don't
0: pass the proton pack just yet.
1: Here's here's my prediction for what's gonna happen in the trailer. Okay, it's gonna be some spooky setup where Paul Rudd is the butt of the joke. He's like, oh, how are we gonna deal with this? Who are we gonna call? And then it'll be the theme song that plays, and then it'll be Duh. like gonna be like montage of funny lines of the Ghostbusters getting back together, and then once they're there and assembled, it'll be like, I don't know how we're gonna deal with this. that'll be the end.
0: One of those four-way tiled conversations where all, like, they're talking to each other at the Hollywood Squares thing.
1: Like the party line. Call the party line. Party
0: line. Yeah, that'd be funny. That'd be great. We should
1: bring back party line and people could call in to us while we, like, party line video chat, like, on Twitch or something.
0: But we'd have to, like, dress, like, respectably. Ish. Ish. From the... We'll just wear costumes. Oh, my God. I'm going to be Peter Pan.
1: Wait. Why Peter (laughs) Pan?
0: We're going to Disney World. Many right. women have played Peter Pan.
1: You're not wrong. I used to watch that theatrical The production. Mary Martin one? I think so. Oh. Tinker, Tinkerbell was just like a flashlight.
0: Yes. I used to watch it too. It's so silly. Yeah,
1: I had it taped. So i watched it over and over same again.
0: Same with us. And Mary Martin as Peter Pan. and Who short, is Mary short, Martin? No, she's the lady with short, cropped blonde hair who can fly. She's was like always, a poor man's Julie Andrews.
1: I can never figure out why Peter Pan was a girl in that. It kind of bothered me. I don't know why.
0: Well, as a kid, you don't understand. Well, when you're that young, like you don't understand. But I know Mary Martin was like, we really wanted to get Julie Andrews, but we got this bitch.
1: Oh. But it was like such like a theatrical thing. Like big it time. Was like it was almost a... no camera work at all.
0: No, it was like it was like sloppy.
1: I've seen that more than I've seen the Disney animated version.
0: Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, fudge. That's awesome, though.
1: Which is funny, because when I watched Finding Neverland with Johnny Depp and yeah. Freddie Highmore, when I saw them like recreate like the theatrical experience, I was thinking of them the Mary Martin production <laughs> more than the Disney animated feature. I
0: just remember when they you like, take her up on the on the on the wires and have her just fly all over the place. The wires that were like
1: so visible. So visible. visible. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: The wires that were like <laughs> like ten inches thick, like in circumference.
1: Yeah, they were like crowbars that were like just <laughs> lifting her around. Like there was no attempt to hide them at all.
0: She's constantly getting a wedgie from like her green tights and stuff. I don't think I'd, as a woman, if I had to play in a play, like I know I'll dress up as Peter Pan because that's like, that's silly. Oh God, I would never want to be Peter Pan in a play with those tights. I've been male roles in plays before because of course I'm a drama nerd. And when I was a little bit younger, I was chubby. So... We had a school play one year and I was Santa Claus. No stuffing, thank you very much.
1: Uh, One of the things that came across my desk this week as I was thinking about this Ghostbusters question, what it needed to do, where how reboots are done and and what they need to have. And I (laughs) came across this guy called Keaton Patty who wrote for the New Yorker. He's written for the Onion as well. And you may have heard of him, He, he forces bots to watch like hundreds of hours of, of different content that's all related. So there's two that <laughs> I'm going to read from me. he. so I forced a bot to watch thousands of hours of, of Batman stuff, the animated series, the 66 show, the movies and the bot like writes a screenplay using AI intelligence. So
0: <laughs> I've read them. Rob sent them to me. Yeah, they're, I, they're, they're amazing. amazing.
1: So that. Uh, Interior traditional bat cave. Batman stands next to his Batmobile and uses his Bat computer. He's sometimes Bruce wayne sometimes Batman, all times orphan.
0: All times one word. <laughs> all times one word.
1: Batman says, this is now a safe city. I have punched a penguin into prison. <laughs> Alfred, Batman's loyal batler not butler, he's a batler He's a battler. Carries a tray of goth ham. <laughs> Alfred says, eat a dinner, Mattress Wayne. <laughs> An explosion explodes. The Joker and Two-Face enter the cave. Joker is a clown, but insane. Two-Face is a man, but attorney.
0: tourney. It seems like how we it, like, explain it to our children.
1: Batman says, no, it is Two-Face and One-Face. They hate me for being a bat. Batman throws Alfred at Two-Face. Two-Face flips Alfred like a coin. Alfred lands <laughs> heads up, which means Two-Face goes home. Batman says, is it just... It is just you and I, the Joker. Bat versus clown. Moral em- enemies.
0: Don't lose the toss. Oh Holy my crap. god. It
1: continues. The Joker says, I am such a freak. Society is bad. You drink water. I drink anarchy. <laughs> Batman says, I drink bats just like a bat would. Batman looks around for his parents, but they are still dead. <laughs> this makes him have anger. He fires a bat rocket. The Joker deflects it with his sixth sense of humor. A clowny <laughs> power. <laughs> The Joker says, I have never followed a rule. That is my rule. Do you follow? I don't. <laughs> Batman says, Alfred, give birth to Robin. Oh God, Alfred be. begins the process since it is his job. The Joker now has a present in his hand. He juggles it over to Batman. The Joker says, happy bat day, Birthman. <laughs> Batman opens the present since he's a good guy. It contains a coupon for new parents, but it is expired. <laughs> this is a Joker joke.
0: I went to a book that I would have written when I was like a little kid, like Batman and Joker.
1: It's so good.
0: Oh, God. They're so silly.
1: So we lost some weird power there. We're going to record this part again. You really didn't lose much. There's about 30 seconds. We just finished the Batman Mm -hmm. one. Now, there's also a Hallmark Christmas one. Where he forced, where he forced a, a bot to watch over a thousand hours of Hallmark Christmas movies. Now, these Hallmark Christmas movies are becoming like a genre unto themselves that have a passionate fan base.
0: Oh, yeah. The, the fans that love it just love them and all of them. I mean, there there are a ton of them. They're not for someone like me. It's not my uh
1: You can't get behind pick. the campiness and the cheesiness of it?
0: Oh, I get behind the idea. I just don't want to watch it. Around the holiday season, I want to watch something like Home Alone or something with Chevy Chase, you know, like National Lampoon. There's probably
1: or... people out there that, like, collect, like, the posters and stuff for these. And I wonder how hardcore they go.
0: Like, people that or, just... I wonder who,
1: like, the big name is who's, like, in, like, so many and that, like, that's, like, the big thing. Like, the
0: Christmas collector?
1: I, I don't know. I, th- I That's interesting. It's, it's an interesting space that I, I would be... I'm intrigued to know more about it. I'll, I'll say that. Okay, but let me read from from the pages of the bot. So we're this... not
0: gonna get through the whole thing. It's too funny. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah way I don't know how far I'm, I'm gonna get.
1: First of all, it's called The Christmas on Christmas. Interior small town snow globe refillery. We see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. <laughs> she is widow. Her husband died in every war. Single mother says, I refill globes better than Jesus Claws, yet still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. Businessman enters shop. He wears clothes that cost money. His hands are briefcases and he's Hallmark hot. <laughs> Single mother. Hi, do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry. Chris mess soon. Businessman has flashback to when he was business boy. The <laughs> Christmas tree exposes his, his family on purpose. <laughs> he now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. <laughs> he exits the flashback. Businessman says, Shut your sound. I am from Huge City. I bought your land and I am turning it into an oil resort. Single mother says, Rude behavior. This is a family business. I sell families. I am widow. My husband is now bones. <laughs> Single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of the room. They are all gift wrapped in eggnog. Businessman says, All of my wives are bones. That is America. <laughs> but I must make money for my twins to live. They are they are a prince. Single mother I too own twins. Please don't have bought my land. Christmas is today. Businessman says, laugh. I bought Christmas and now it is never unless we go on dates. Single mother says, I cannot date because of a snow curse. I pray Santa helps me. (coughs) Santa cannot help. She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is bones. Bones help nobody. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the thousand hours of Hallmark christmas movie script written by <laughs> ai bot it's it's great it's not horrible it's i, great. I, I tell you that much So I was
0: crying when you sent those to me like laughing
1: yeah I, I send stuff like that to you when you have to be the most quietest oh my god
0: like you're putting Scarlett to bed i'm putting harrison to bed he's just about to sleep and it's all i'm reading because he's just like in that twilight state where he's out but not deep yet just reading and then also like burst out laughing and he's just like "Mm, mm, and then falls back asleep yeah the situation where i'm supposed to be quiet
1: i guess i should probably introduce the show at this point too yeah you're listening to off the cuff Uh, i'm your host rob mccallum and we have our frequent guest level one my wife my partner she's gone from being a guest to a returning guest, and now she's a frequent guest. And there's three levels of being a frequent guest before she can become a co-host, as we've said on other episodes. So this is frequent guest level one. And uh, this is the show where we uh, we answer the questions that you send in. At least I try to, and I bring her along for the ride, because her opinion matters to me. I'm not afraid to say. What?
0: Nothing. Adorable. So we had some
1: homework from last week. you remember?
0: Yes. Think about Christmas gifts. Yeah.
1: So, what uh, what gift ideas do you have?
0: Okay. Well, obviously, The Mandalorian is kicking butt and like taking names right now on Disney Plus. So anything you know, so Star Wars and Mandalorian is kind of huge right now. And those little tiny Yoda people, whatever they are, that little the child, <laughs> like
1: give pe- the gift of child. Like, but pe- is this a Hallmark script written by a bot?
0: It is not. You
1: you are. You are without child. Give gift of child. Here's child. Christmas is happy again.
0: I've spoken. Like, here you go. But it all this stuff is great. All that, like, anything that's coming out, because the new Star Wars is coming out as well, too. So if you have Star Wars fans on your Christmas list, probably a good thing to buy. Also... Yeah,
1: but I want specific ideas. Also... Not just something Star Wars.
0: No, but something of the Mandalorian. I don't know. I you don't know can what...
1: pre-order Baby Yoda now.
0: I know, I saw that on Facebook.
1: But it's not gonna be until the spring. I know. Which is very reminiscent of when Star Wars toys
0: first came like, out. Like originally, yeah. you got this pre-order, but you are not gonna get it for a little while, which...
1: Early bird send away certificate pack.
0: yep But also, like as a side note to that, what about getting somebody a membership to Disney Plus? Just paying for their Disney Plus membership, that in itself is a gift because there's so much content on there.
1: You know, I was thinking about doing a nice gesture and and giving one or more of my frequent crew members that exact gift as as a Christmas thank you. But I don't think I'm going to do it now.
0: No? (laughs) Because I spilled the beans or because you're just like... I'm going to
1: do it if they listen to this and call me on it. So if my crew members are listening to this... You know who you are. You may get a Christmas present and it may be... Some Disney Plus. If you listen to this.
0: But you gotta get at Rob about it too. But well, no. you
1: won't know to ask me unless you're listening to this. And I will subtly maybe tag you on on Facebook or Instagram when this goes live. But I don't think you're gonna listen to it, so I, <laughs> I don't think, think so you're it. gonna get it. <laughs> 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 so this is I've I've laid the trap now. Now I feel like uh, like a Bond villain. A Ooh. little bit.
0: What would your name be? I don't know. Daddy galore. <laughs> Do.
1: I didn't react because I was trying to figure out if our program malfunctioned again and, and it didn't. So that's a good thing.
0: What is your malfunction?
1: I don't know what my bot villain name would be. So we'll see if a crew member chimes in with that. We'll see. I got some pretty desperate crew members.
0: Desperate for Disney Plus?
1: Desperate in general. <laughs> Uh, you want to hear my first gift idea? Mm-hmm. Ride shotgun in a stock car. Horrifying. Experience the thrills of NASCAR racing like never before with the NASCAR ride-along experience at Auto Club Speedway. Ride in full-size, 600 horsepower, sprint cup-style stock cars, the same kind of cars that are driven by NASCAR legends like Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt Jr., Ride with a professional and reach up to top speeds of 160 miles per hour, hour, hour. Experience three or six laps of excitement. To actually drive the car yourself, check out our drive a stock car in Los Angeles experience. So how much do you think uh, the ride shotgun experience is?
0: Oh, God. Well, I love how they they mentioned be like racing legends, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Because no one wants to think about dying when they go in one of those things. That's scary. That's so scary. I don't know how much that would cost because that is a heart attack for me. That's
1: $350. What? Yeah. That's it? I know. I thought that was pretty good. I would
0: have thought that would have been like in the thousands, like a thousand bucks.
1: What uh, What other gift ideas do you have? I have three.
0: Nothing where you have to sign a waiver for liability. <clears throat> um well does this have to be culture related totally no any any holiday gift idea oh I, I love concert tickets for anyone because you know i used to go to a lot of concerts as did you and we don't get a lot now i think concert tickets are great because it's you're going to a concert and it's also like a date night if you're taking your significant other or something like that i think that's fun or even concert tickets like for the whole family i know there's a there's been a show that i've been like looking at in comerica park it's like billy joel and i'd be like let's just go as a family because something like billy joel you can have the kids listen to
1: yeah but it's hard right for like kids to get concert tickets on christmas morning because they want something they can do they want something they can can do
0: now 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 like i don't what is this you got me paper what did i do
1: um santa was that good boy
0: like i can explain yeah
1: (laughs) Well, I like the idea of experience, and concert tickets are pretty cool if you know somebody's favorite band is touring or has an upcoming tour.
0: And there are really good yeah. tours right now. Like Frank Turner is touring again.
1: Uh, he's already come through Canada, though.
0: But he's doing another solo tour for 2020. And, and look at all his Green
1: Day, Weezer, Follow Boy, and The Interrupters. Tour, but I really don't know if I want to see that to be honest.
0: That lineup together? No. I don't, I don't
1: want to necessarily see Weezer, and I certainly don't want to see Fallout Boy. Oh, I don't want to see Fallout at all. Weezer... I love Green Day, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I'm curious about their new album, Father of All. But I would be most excited to see the Interrupters. So
0: I would just like to see Green Day and the Interrupters on a bill. So that would be So basically we gotta show up show.
1: early, Phil, so go go have dinner and come back for Green Day. Totally. Yeah.
0: Totally. I think
1: they're playing Skydome.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Hmm.
1: Roger Center, Skydome. Like, I'd love it's to called.
0: see both. Like I've seen Green Day before, and and Weezer. I would have wanted to see Weezer like 15 years ago.
1: That's that's when I saw Weezer. See, Actually, that, like 20 years ago.
0: That would have like filled my Weezer cup because that's when they were like the most awesome. It was
1: like, just after the Green so, album came out. So like hash. Like Mal- um... Maladroit was wasn't quite released yet. Okay. So, because uh, Keep Fishing had just leaked as a track. And that was the video they did with the Muppets.
0: Oh yeah. 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 I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. So
1: so my next gift is a personalized barrel of whiskey. A barrel? Yeah. You can get a one liter barrel personalized for $80. Or you can get a 20 liter barrel personalized for 200.
0: 20 liters of whiskey.
1: No, no, no. It's not full of whiskey. It's just a barrel.
0: 20 liters of barrel that has whiskey uh, in an undisclosed amount.
1: No, there's no whiskey in it. It's just the barrel. It's a personalized barrel. Oh. I know it's personalized barrel of whiskey sounds like there's whiskey in it, but it's just a personalized whiskey barrel. Well, here's what the copy says about this personalized whiskey barrel. You ready? I'm ready. Do not get me a personalized whiskey barrel for Christmas. I would never. Each beautiful barrel is handcrafted using American white oak that has been toasted to a medium char for excellent balance and mouthfeel. When's the last time you did something for mouthfeel? Don't answer that. Also included is a stand, bung, wooden spigot, (laughs) and bung. Yeah, and storing tablet. All of the goodies necessary to age not only whiskey, but almost any other spirit, including beer, wine, brandy, Scotch, tequila, bourbon, or cognac. Of course, this barrel is more than just uh, functional. It also looks fantastic. Liquor storage has never been more attractive thanks to the eye-catching wood grain and expert attention to detail. This piece will look right at home next to your other thoughtful whiskey gifts, like a few whiskey stones or some crystal rock glasses or you compare it with other gifts for men who have a brand new man cave, and deliver an entire party in a single basket. This costs again uh, one liter size for eighty dollars, twenty liters for two hundred.
0: Oh, whiskey barrels! That's yeah, that is perfect for the alcoholic in your life I on guess. your Christmas list.
1: I uh, maybe like the idea of a whiskey barrel as like an end table for that, you know, college kid.
0: You can put a checkerboard on top of it for like that Peewee Big Top pee-wee. That's like a
1: Cracker Barrel kind of
0: thing. Yeah. Pee-wee Herman
1: w- wants a pickle.
0: I'm sorry, gentlemen. Pee-wee Herman wants a pickle. Fucking whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Checkers game goes flying across.
1: Big Top Pee-wee, of course. Of,
0: uh, of General Store. Chris because...
1: Christopherson's in that?
0: Yes, he is. He plays, uh... oh gosh. Oh, I know his wife's name's Midge because she's teeny tiny and she she is in the palm of his hand. And I always thought, like, can they say that? Do-do, 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 do-do. His name was like Tex or something. Something, but they he had that. If
1: you know the name of Midge's husband, don't look it up.
0: Son of a Midge <laughs> from Big
1: Top Peewee. Hit us up at right. Rob McZob on Twitter and Instagram, and we may or may not send you something for doing our googling. <laughs> Do you have any other holiday gifts? Cause I got one more.
0: No, I don't. What is your one My more? My
1: last one is an acre of lunar land.
0: Would You're you like
1: intrigued. First of all, this is $30, $29.95. So it's fairly affordable. It includes one acre of lunar land, lunar deed, map, and our pledge. Registration with the International Association of Human Planetary Exploration. It uh, it's a real thing. That's
0: kind of a trip. Like that's interesting. I've I've seen where people. It's get, a
1: triple, right? I've
0: seen where it's people. It's a long well, no trip. No, I mean it's a mind trip. I've I've seen where people get each other. Like they buy a star for somebody, or you know.
1: Yeah, and all and all these gifts. This the lunar land and the personalized barrel of whiskey and the NASCAR ride along. You can just search for gifts and it'll it'll come up.
0: Yeah, I, I would I would pick the moon one out of all of them. That's I think that's neat.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not too bad. That's really neat. Um,
0: Far out of this world.
1: And on to a, another one. A, one topic that comes up a lot that we've been getting write-ins about are streaming habits. Because we've been talking about Disney Plus, so people have been asking us. And they want to know what we thought about uh, television consumption. You know, Do you binge it all at once or do you prefer weekly viewings? So Mandalorian is being released weekly. Uh, Netflix is still all about dropping it all at the same time. Uh, what are some pros and cons to each side? I thought we could do that instead of just debating what what we like. What are some um, pros for binging it all at once?
0: Well, you've seen it. and We well, have
1: instant access to every episode. Exactly. You,
0: you, can see, you can watch it all at once if you want to. Or you can make it a weekly thing or when you have a time thing. Like when you have time to watch it, you have a specific time for yourself to put your feet up and watch whatever you're watching that's a huge pro because it's it's great for convenience i think it's great because then you can
1: what's the con
0: the con is that you are if you are a shitty person who loves like spoiling things you can just go and watch the last episode like a wiener
1: or related or if you don't have time to watch it all and other people in the world do they may post spoilers, spoilers on and, online and and, and might get wrecked for you
0: and that's that to me is that is a huge con too because People, no matter, like you can see it on Facebook all the time. People, Please don't post any spoilers or Game of Thrones was on or this was on. Don't spoil it. It's like, you know what? Don't read Facebook because no one is going to observe that. Everyone's always talking about it's It's exciting. So we want to talk about it. They can't help but spoil it. No one's thinking about other people.
1: So when it drops all at once, there's certainly a higher spoiler chance.
0: D- j- huge, huge. Yeah. There's what, a buzz.
1: Any other pros and cons for it all being dropped at the same time?
0: Not really, not for me at least.
1: I think it's overwhelming as a con, to have all that content there and, and have to make the time to sit there and watch it to avoid spoilers or because, or because it's so good that you want to keep watching, but you don't know when that's going to happen.
0: That makes it stressful. That doesn't make you know, it like an enjoyable experience anymore.
1: And with so much stuff out there, oh my God. it's like, okay, we got to watch, you know, whatever it is for the next week so that we can like check it off the list. Yeah, and you don't, get you it don't feel
0: like you're playing catch-up with your television time because you want that to be your like leisure time that you're enjoying. I, I don't want agree. it to feel like a friggin' job. When watching TV or watching a film or going to see a movie feels like a job. I'm not going to do it.
1: But I do like the idea that you can watch multiple episodes in a night because it's there if you wanted to watch a couple on on a Sunday or, you know. Sure, and then
0: sometimes, like, that happens to us where we'll watch, like, the first or second episode or something, and then by the third we both, like, fall asleep in bed.
1: Then we have to go back and kind of get caught up the next day, but at least it's all there to do that.
0: Yeah, and that's cool.
1: Now, okay, so the weekly drop. So this is a little bit more traditional broadcast and The Mandalorian. Again, we've mentioned several times. Disney Plus is doing a weekly drop. Apple, their streaming service, by the way, is doing a mixture of both. Sometimes, when the series comes out, they'll put three episodes out and then do weekly drops, but not always. What are the pros and cons for for weekly releases?
0: Weekly, re- well, from me, pros and cons. My pros are that yeah, I really look forward to it. It's like something. That I look forward to that day. It's like either like... Which
1: is pretty rare nowadays that you have to look forward to something or you have to wait because it's instant gratification. Well,
0: it reminds me of being a little girl and like waiting for my like weekly program to come on, whatever like you know was going to be. I have to wait an entire week until it came on again. And it's exciting to wait for something like that. And then when you wait for something like that and it delivers something so good, that's a huge pro.
1: Yeah, I think you get to... Uh digest it a bit more, think about it, have more discussions about stuff, go back and re-watch Watch again it. and you and get that
0: recap. You know,
1: then... get excited. It becomes a little bit more water cooler and has a little bit more value, I think. It's less uh, disposable.
0: Yeah, I want to just consume something to just consume it. Like I want to digest that in my brain. I want to enjoy it. Like, I, I, wanna... re-
1: I remember when Breaking Bad first came out on Netflix and I just watched like season after season after season to get caught up and this is the first time I watched the series, and I couldn't remember what happened in what episode. Because I'd watched it all in, yes, it and basically treated it as one big thing, instead of individual chapters or yeah, episodes. right? I did that too. So it all kind of just meshed together. So when I went back to start re-watching stuff on an episode-by-episode episode basis, it was like, oh yeah, this happened there. And when you watch stuff as, as a whole, hearty, day-long affair, I think you miss a lot of the finer details. Oh,
0: I did for sure. You that, know, I yeah. think
1: if I've only got to pay attention for an hour instead of settling in for like a weekend, I'm I'm way more attentive for that that single hour where I'm just you know really absorbing every minute that goes by and everything that's on screen versus like, okay, well there's ten episodes, you know, two down, eight to go. Let's
0: like, let's binge this. Yeah. So I'm not. I've never really been one f- for too too much binge watching. It's just it's just too much
1: i i guess the happy medium for me on all this stuff and i guess the con on on the weekly releases is obviously you have to wait um your schedule might change so that you don't get it on release day so then again you're you know susceptible to spoilers online
0: you gotta wait again i
1: wish instead of every five days it was maybe every like four every seven days every like four or five days that's when i wish it would kind of come out so like you know, Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday.
0: Oh, I'm sure no one would have a problem with that. I know I wouldn't I Or like, great. or
1: Tuesday, Saturday, you know, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, or something like that.
0: Well, yeah, there's something to do on a Saturday night.
1: Yeah, something like that. I think that would, uh, I'd like to see somebody experiment with that release schedule. See how that works for people. Cause then it's not like so much that you've got to try to get it all, but it's enough time that you can appreciate what's happened and still look forward to the next one and
0: yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a good little waiting period.
1: So Martin Scorsese has been in the news a lot. The Irishman is out. Yes. It's been named best film uh, by a couple different boards.
0: Even my mom, who is not uh, into that genre at all, but, is but like, the, it's so
1: good. But the news I thought that you would be interested in is he's going to make a doc on the 1970s New York music scene.
0: Scorsese is? Yeah. Hmm. That's going to be awesome.
1: And it's for Imagine Entertainment, who has an output deal with Apple's streaming service. So it could be appearing on Apple's okay. streaming service. It could be on our television. Uh, well, we don't have Apple TV Plus.
0: Oh, we don't have that. We
1: don't have that streaming service. Oh, okay.
0: I thought we did for some no, reason. No, we do not. We have so many.
1: Well, we've got two. Three, I guess. We have Netflix. Disney+, Plus, Netflix, and Prime. Prime. That's it. Tubi. Tubi's not a streaming service because it's free. Tubi's great, though. Oh, Tubi's awesome.
0: Mm.
1: So, uh, what do you think about that music doc?
0: I think it's going to be cool because that scene was a crazy scene.
1: What is it got to include to get you excited to sit down and focus for the three and a half hours that it's going to be since well, it's our Scorsese film? Not,
0: well, on the heels of Debbie Harry just releasing, a Blondie, just releasing like a biography that's very, like, off the cuff and just really dry. She doesn't apologize for anything. She's not, you know, feel bad for me cuz this happened to me. I need to see some like raw stuff, the way the scene was then in New York. I want to see, you know, the glam rock, the the mod, the the punk, all of everything that kind of happened there, but also focusing on like the venues that have all seemingly disappeared, like CBGBs and the Limelight and like all these amazing amazing venues that have shaped so many bands even like i've been oh i've been to them they're not there anymore but there's so many cool venues and cool little spots and where artists came to get together and i want to see more of a story not i don't want to see a ton of just like interviews with celebrities i want to see it and i know i will see it like this because martin scorsese tells a story so well i just want to see a nice a really nice storyline just peppered with truth and, you know, not just all good memories and happy, shiny stuff. I wanna hear the dirt and all the bad stuff too. I wanna hear stuff from both sides and.
1: I'm sure it'll be gritty. And uh, what's interesting about this to me it comes on the heels of the Academy Awards clarifying rules for winning Oscars for streaming service films. Wow. Because I think this could potentially be a best doc. Kind of thing if he does it the right way yeah um so let me talk about oscar eligibility for netflix films and, and streaming services movie streaming on platforms like netflix and amazon prime will still be eligible for academy awards uh the film Bodies board said the academy of motion pictures arts and sciences voted to leave a key rule on eligibility unchanged though the rule allows any film to be considered for an oscar so long as they have a minimum seven-day theatrical run in an L.A. theater. Motion Pictures can appear on a streaming service on or after the day of their theatrical run and still be eligible for an award. So, in order to qualify for an Oscar, if you're on a streaming platform, or if you're a Netflix original or one of these other ones, You have to have a seven-day theatrical run. In in, L.A. In an L.A. theater. Minimum. Specifically. Now, there are other festivals you can get into that are Oscar qualifying festivals as well.
0: Yeah, but those are some... But
1: this is the thing. So basically, you got to be able to afford seven days in an L.A. theater.
0: Well, I think Martin Scorsese could um, afford that
1: well it's not necessarily him putting up the money he's doing well, he's know. doing the music doing doc it. with imagine entertainment ron howard's company with brian grazer of course well
0: i'm sure they've got a, a few dollars
1: so but that what do you think about that stipulation should it matter should it does it need think, to be in it i don't part- think it
0: needs to be in a theater in la with a million rules around it. if it's a good film it's a good film like why do you have to put a fence around everything and try to draw a border around what you think is art or what you think is film or what you think is good just put it out there who gives a crap if somebody watches it on their friggin' cell phone.
1: Here's what I think should happen. I don't think you need a theatrical experience to qualify because League what, because then I would say what, you know, what counts as an LA theater? Is it just a projection screen can in be a public theater? Yeah, yeah can exactly. Be something so the the park, there's, there's a lot of she? loopholes around that. I would say that these streaming services in themselves, mm-hmm. like many countries that submit to best foreign film, mm. they can only send so many representatives.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. So, like,
1: Canada mm-hmm. can only send, like, three potential films that are, that are eligible for best foreign film. Okay. You know, well, and, sa- and same with or Ireland car, or whatever. So, Netflix would have to choose its three best it's films. best,
0: yeah.
1: And same with Amazon. And any platform. And all that for, yeah. what, for whatever categories they want to do.
0: Hmm. I think that's not a bad idea.
1: I think there's a lot of politics involved in that, but I think it dusts the Academy's hands of it and makes it it. less about their decision and more about the politics of the platforms.
0: And there are, yeah, there would be a lot of politics attached to that. If
1: you don't pick, you know, Scorsese's film and you pick this other film, why are you doing that, right? So I I think that would be an interesting way to kind of do it and see what happens and what shakes out. And why doesn't uh, Netflix have their own streaming kind of Oscars of their own or why don't all the streaming platforms get together and celebrate their content
0: have like an award ceremony for 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 streamed
1: content, you know exclusively streamed stuff. That would be great. It would be really nice But the but the segment that everybody's been waiting for since last week is your fake Product placement commercial that you're gonna do for us right now Let's hear it. Okay, three two one here is our unofficial official unofficial sponsor with their latest drop and Tanya, you're gonna read it. Remember this was your big homework. This is how you get from level one frequent guest to level two.
0: So this is, this is a retro rag spot then.
1: No, Our no, sponsor. no, this is, a whole, well, this, this is, is, this is a a my fake, made up sponsor. This is a fake product advertisement.
0: Okay. This is
1: what you committed to last week. I know, I have it. Okay, let's hear it. Go.
0: It's the weenie genie.
1: Is that, isn't that a real thing?
0: No, it's not. There are peepee teepees. They're for like when you're changing little kids' diapers and they're not going to pee on you. But the weenie genie is a new pill to put a lead in your pencil. If you need some lead in your pencil. you Have you been... Have you men out there been shirking your, your duties? Or you have not being able to shirk at all?
1: You have to read it like it's like it's an ad, like ad copy. I'm
0: not reading it. I'm making it from my brain. Okay, per- pretend brain. that
1: you're the spokesperson. Okay? Three, two, one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if your husband's boner is an analog, pump it up to 4K with some weenie genie pills. Put the magic back in his pants. Ta-da!
1: Wow, was very, very loud. <laughs> you, you certainly clipped. <laughs> You're certainly clipping there.
0: You asked for it.
1: You don't have to scream, my goodness. Everybody that's driving, listening to this, just swerved off the road. You're so weak. sorry okay well you gotta come up with another one next week
0: oh just wait Do will it be another medication for sexual dysfunction I don't know
1: speaking of improvements somebody has written in asking us for which ways would we improve Disney Plus hmm. other than like content like which ways does the, the service function that you would you would like to see improved
0: I would like to see Disney Plus uh, members get some free things at Disney World
1: I think that would be great. I think or be like I, think if, I think if you go to Disney World, you should get a free year of Disney+. Plus. Yeah,
0: like a, a perk just for that because it's all correlated, right?
1: I have found one irritating thing from Disney+. Uh-oh. And I'm sure they're going to fix it because it's really bad. What is it? So I've been watching The Simpsons. Yeah. And I fell asleep in a few episodes played, right?
0: And you've been watching some of the earlier ones right now. Right. I've so I've
1: gone back to play stuff. Mm-hmm. And when that episode ends, it counts down to play the next episode. But because that next episode has already been played and ended in the credits, it basically just plays the credits again. Oh, I know. And then plays the credits again. And then plays the credits again. You
0: have to go to start from the beginning or whatever. If
1: the previous episode is played and it's about to play the next episode, it should play it from the beginning. Yeah, right from the start. Not from like where it was left off.
0: Yeah, that is irritating. I I, I, I noticed that too because of course, our daughter, who is a toddler, wants to watch the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, and again. this is
1: like on autoplay. And I've noticed it a few times when I've tried to play a feature film yes. that it doesn't give me the option to start from the beginning or resume. Sometimes it does and sometimes, sometimes it, it doesn't. Sometimes it
0: says that, yeah. But yeah, it's intermittent.
1: I guess it, it might depend on the menu that we we're picking it from, whether it's under the Disney category or whether it's just in a featured title or whether it's on a watch list. But yeah. So anyways, that that's one major gripe that, that I had. Um... There's something weird with the organization. I feel. I still feel like I can't find everything.
0: It does I look a bit I feel like jumbling. I've got
1: a search, which means I need to have knowledge of what's there instead of stuff that's highlighted or organized. I feel like... And sometimes I can't remember what a Pixar film is and what a Disney film is. Yeah. Like the other brands are very distinct, but those two blur together for me a little bit more than Marvel and Star Wars and not Yeah, they're G-Graphic. more... They're,
0: yeah, you can tell.
1: So I think... I think that needs a little differentiating as well. Because sometimes- plus, plus the Disney originals. I feel like the Disney plus original stuff is like on the main page, but it's also part of the other stuff, but it just feels not connected or connected in a different way that I don't quite understand. It's a bit separate. Yeah. Um, I've got one last question. It says, as the director of Nintendo Quest, do you see a continually growing market for retro and nostalgia in video games in the next decade? what started that in the first place how did you know to make a film when you did so this is kind of going off of in the last 10 years we've seen a huge fan for for everything retro in the gaming space oh yeah big companies have taken note of it. SNES Mini, NES Mini, the Genesis Mini as well, TurboGrafx, all
0: the mini cabs and stuff.
1: And television is coming back as well with the Amico that's headed by Tommy Tallarico, which is pretty cool. Uh, do, oh. I, do I see a continually growing market for retro? I don't know that it's going to be a growing market, but I think it'll continue to be embraced going forward.
0: I think it's still, it's a good market.
1: I just think people are going to keep bringing it forward. I don't think it's gonna get dropped off at any time soon. I think the bulk and the key titles, the the main heavy hitters will always have a place. The Mario Karts. Yeah. From every year, the Mario games, the Zelda games, those hidden gems that, that always resonate, you know, regardless of console, I think are gonna have a, a place in people's hearts.
0: Yeah, they have a timeless quality. Which
1: is why we get the remakes and the reboots and the reissues on different consoles. I don't see it as a growing space. I see the gaming industry having to change and adapt to something new because we've reached the whole max out the specs side of things, I think. Like, sure, we'll get 4K and then 8K and all that, and that'll be fine, but it's not like a big experience change like it was going from DVD to Blu-ray or VHS to DVD. Yeah. like So that awe is kind of gone. Yeah, it's not gonna be the profound So gaming needs to undergo something new and they thought it was VR, and they thought it was like the, like the PlayStation move and the Wii and stuff like that. And those were really big kind of fads in high, hindsight, but we need something new in order to, to have a market expand. It's already a huge market that encompasses so much. And retro, I think, is is a staple part of that uh, and will continue to be so as long as people continue to play games. And we're seeing these gamers you know, grow up as teens. They still love the games that they first discovered, and now they're in their 30s. So that's why the retro stuff is still popular, I think. As far as how did I know to make a film when I did that focuses on retro games, I just, it wasn't anything going on in the scene that thought, oh, well, look, games are hot, I should do this. It was just, I wanted to make a film with my friend and he was into collecting games. And I thought, okay, well, let's kind of make it a game in itself, like the games he wants to collect. And now, Action Figure Adventure is another game that's happening. A new adventure
0: game, yes. Yeah.
1: So instead of games, it's action figures, but it's still the ticking clock, still the choices that affect the outcome, the strategy, you know, limited locations, how, yeah.
0: Funds, money, money.
1: The people you meet along the way, the help, the the hindrances.
0: Frenemies. Yeah,
1: the stuff that you can't plot, the obstacles. So it's another game, very much a a living game in real life, a real life video game, if you will, so. Lots of twisting and turning. Yeah. So that'll do it for another episode. It will. Yeah. Well, did you have fun on this one or were you a little frazzled because of the, the two wake-ups?
0: Oh, I was frazzled a little bit, but I, had, I yeah. still had fun.
1: Good. Good.
0: Child could wake the dead.
1: So next week you get to move to level two frequent guest upon another product placement. Oh, you got it. I want to hear some more holiday gift ideas because I put out three really good ones, I think.
0: Oh, so mine were bad?
1: You had One. And it was non. No, you had two. You had concert tickets and
0: mm-hmm. Star
1: Wars something.
0: Things about Mandalorian. Also, I said a subscription to Disney, well, you see, you know, Disney Plus. Well, you said you Disney Plus is good
1: and Star Wars. I just, I just felt like you were kind of winging it off the cuff instead of. No, I wasn't doing at at all Getting
0: Walmart. someone, uh, getting someone a okay, membership to Disney Plus is awesome. That's,
1: that's my fault. Yes, it is. I don't even know if there's uh, what the process to doing that is. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if you can get it for like a month. Three months, a year. Like,
0: is it like, how do they do with Netflix? I can just go to the grocery store, get a Netflix get a card, card, give it yeah. to somebody here as a Netflix card for I'm sure $50 bucks or $100. i am sure that's the bucks. thing. It has
1: to be. I'd be surprised if it wasn't the thing.
0: I would too. I mean, they want to sell it. It's going to sell.
1: So, yeah. If you've got holiday gift ideas that we should consider and read and discuss, hit me up at Rob McZob on Twitter and Instagram. I'd like to hear about this stuff. And if you want to see some of our action figure photography stuff, some behind-the-scenes stills that we took, they're, uh, they're up there on Instagram as well. I haven't put them on Twitter yet, but soon. Very They'll soon. Be there. And uh, thanks to everybody who's been watching Jinx Esports TV in Canada for video game box art. Episode 4 just played. Huge response to the art by uh, Tom Dubois, Konami Illustrator. Very cool. Yeah. Halfway through the series already. So there we go. It's,
0: it's good stuff. It's All good right. stuff.
1: So, from me, Rob McCallum, and my frequent guest, Level 1. Tanya Candler.
0: Soon to be level two. We'll find out. Oh listen, I'm going for I'm going for intermediate baby. Baby!
1: Alright, we'll see you guys next time. Hit us up if there's something you want to discuss as always and send in those questions.